0: Welcome to the Go One Better podcast. We are your hosts, Hannah Tucker
1: and Abby Layton. And if you're serious about mastering your mindset, and nutrition, and training, for we'll love good time at a lol, then stick around because we're about to become best friends. Welcome back, guys! Thank you so much for being here. Today we have a special guest with us by the name of Ben. We'll get into an introduction in a second, but first we're just going to get into what we're grateful for.
0: Yeah. All right. This week, I am actually grateful for you, Ben, (laughs) and the few sessions that we've been having once a week to focus on my squats and deadlifts and just the sort of like um, knowledge that you pass on to me and you make me want to be a better coach. So I'm grateful for you and having crossed paths with you. How did
1: you guys cross paths? jungle
0: jungle yeah at, at jungle and it was you were just training with bell and i just jumped in on the session yeah i love that and yeah even that day you pushed me to think to do things i didn't even think i could do and then after that i was like i need to spend more time with this man Love
1: it. <laughs> and here we are that's so good what yeah. about you ben what are you grateful for
2: as weird as a like a really broad overarching theme is like perspective and gratitude like, being grateful for gratitude is a weird one, but...
1: Mm, no, I like that. Being able to be You would like for that. Safe, <laughs> yeah, I like that. Sitting down
2: and being able to go, I've got some perspective, and I can actually be grateful for the things around me. Yeah. I think they're probably the things that...
1: Yeah, and just be. grateful for being aware that you can be grateful. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get that. I <laughs> that get that. my dog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah your dog. dog is so Dogs cute. Dogs always. What sort of dog do you have? I've German Shepherd. Oh, my God, cute. Yeah. He's super cute. How old? Uh, seven and a half. Oh, cute. Yeah. yeah. It's Have you had
0: nice. him from a puppy?
2: He was a rescue dog, actually. Oh. So I, re- I got here when he was about 10 months old.
1: Yeah, okay. So you pretty much had him forever. Yeah. Did something bad happen to him? Was he...
2: I don't... So the, the story I got told by the um, adoption agency, I think it was a load of shit. They were, <laughs> they were like, oh, some old guy got him as a pup, had multi-shoots, so he didn't, didn't realize how big German Shepherds got. I'm like, anyone who knows anything, anything about, about dogs, dogs yeah. knows, knows how big... <laughs> <So> <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I'm like, oh, there's a lot of stuff there that, like, shows up even now that I'm like, oh, I don't know where this is coming yeah.
1: from. Yeah. 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 So I hate hearing those sort of stories, but good. I know. That in a safe place now. Yeah.
0: I what are you grateful
1: fun. for, my love? I think I'm grateful this week just for finding a bit more structure in my training. We've created that little 12-week program yeah. and I've – yeah, it's been a long time since I've hit like I've made <laughs> made goals for the week and then sort of just not done them. So it's really nice to finally set goals of it actually makes such a difference. Through. Yeah, following through and having the accountability. I had the worst
0: week of training, didn't I? I was so bad. Really? I didn't, oh my god! I've had like I just I didn't walk. I didn't.
1: You're always train. like walk, I know. Walk. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I just had. The I think was, it was the weather was crap. It's been raining. The weather
0: was crap, and I was just feeling like bloody cooked so i had like a little training break that's okay (laughs) but yeah it is okay what did you say to me yesterday don't feel bad about being bad
1: (laughs) don't feel (laughs) guilty you should never feel guilty like the the amount of no i didn't feel guilty
0: but i I know that like doing those things makes me feel better Mm. so like in a time where i'm not feeling great i probably should should do them
1: yeah
0: i can't remember what you said but it was a good (laughs) one-liner Yeah, I don't know. Another one of my little nuggets. Yeah, you've got good nuggets. Um, So, guys, just a little introduction on Ben. He is... Well, I mean, you can introduce yourself. Ben is a sort of powerlifting strength coach. I'm extremely, extremely knowledgeable. And a lot of respect in this industry, which I think is hard to come across sometimes in a few coaches. So, yeah, do you want to get into how you got into the industry or a little bit about powerlifting and you and...
2: So, I mean... In terms of how I got into the industry, I. So, a bit of backstory with me is like I had a really bad back injury like 18 years ago. Wow. um, Which left me paralyzed from the waist down for about six hours.
1: From training? What happened? Um, I thought you've told me the story, it's coming back to me.
2: Yeah, I used to play (laughs) like national level basketball when I was a kid. Mm. And I was at uh, national championships up in Alice Springs, got knocked to the ground. And couldn't couldn't get back up. Oh my
1: gosh, so, that would be so oh, terrifying. That's my they my worst nightmare. Stretched me
2: off, took me to hospital, X rayed my back to so like broke my back. Um, and then it was only like a few hours later I was sitting I could actually just like start to rip start my moving toe. things. Mm. Um, so sort of like sort of like fast forward throughout high school. I got into landscaping after I finished school, and would literally get to the end of every work week and be in agony, just going oh, I'm so fucking sore. Mm.
0: Is Trent um, like
1: that? Does he pull up really sore? His body's... Sore? Yeah, it's not great. He's, like, he, he's not too bad. Because I feel um, you always hear landscape backs back, so just well, you, if you, Like, especially like concreting, you're oh, always like weird, bending over. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, oh, shit. was fucked. Yeah, it's really um, bad.
2: And then fast forward a little bit further after that, split up with a long-term girlfriend and went to Spain for five weeks. Which we love. <laughs> great, <laughs> great. Um, but I got to the end of that trip and I was waking up and I was like, "It's the first time I've woken up in... Forever without back pain.
0: Yeah. Right. um
2: And then that was kind of a bit of a sort of Research. a on the yeah, dash yeah. to go, mm, when you get light back, bulb. you need to make a decision. So, literally, I got back to Melbourne. I started work on, so I had like Monday, the Tuesday off, so went back to work on the Wednesday, sat down I with my boss. I love
1: that you remember the days. Yes! <laughs> yeah. Specifically, like eight years ago. That's so good. Uh, sorry with so my <laughs> boss on
2: like the Thursday afternoon was like, I'm going overseas again in eight weeks um, when I leave I'm come coming back mm. and it was like what do you mean I'm like and I sort of like filled me I was like you know you know, I've always got to really sort back from from this work you know when I was overseas like I had a chance to realize that like when I reached like back then I was like you know when I get to like 26, 27 if like, I've got kids like I don't want to be not able to be like an active father because mm-hmm. I'm sore all the time like yeah. I, I want to be able to have like, an, active lifestyle. an active lifestyle especially like if I've got a family and he was like, look, man, I, I hate it, but okay. Like, I can't not support that. Obviously, you try to do the whole, like, you know, what can I do to get you to mm, change your mind? Like, can I pay for a massage every week so that you can continue working? Can I pay for something else to get you to be able to continue doing this? Because, like, can I hire an apprentice to do the yep. shit job? That you <laughs> I'm like, nah. well, I'm like you got eight so, weeks to try and change my mind.
0: Mm, yeah, shit. Were you training in the gym at this point?
2: Yeah, but every time I train, I like every time so I train long, I was always sore. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Mm. And also like, you know, if we're sort of looking back 10 years ago, longer, probably 11 or 12 years ago, actually. Mm. Um, you know, my experience with coaches is like even now, there's still not a huge amount of people that are really well versed in low mm. back rehab. Yeah.
1: And in injuries, yeah. yeah so do, then, you, do you get any more pain now or are you sort of, you so do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's
2: constant. Yeah, but okay. It's also one of those things like training is kind of what helps keep it at bay. Mm, so if yeah. I go, like, you know, obviously at the moment now, if you say that you get sick, it's a little bit scandalous. But years ago, when I would get sick and I'd have to have like a full week or two weeks off training, I would be in more discomfort from like my hips and my back aching. Mm, yeah, from not moving. This.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and then I actually hurt myself again really badly like six months ago, and I sort of only like the only. What was it? It was Wednesday. I had my first, like, pain-free dead obsession in six months. Yeah.
1: Fuck. Wow. Yeah, that so was a
0: bad injury, this one, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it wasn't
1: fun. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I had a little minor, like, L5, S1 injury, like, not a slip disc, but it was, like, a little, like, almost. Was that from training? It was, I think so. It was from gradual, just wear training, wear and tear, wear and, and I, yeah, it set me back, like, six months. Like, it was awful, just in terms of yep, my mindset touch as well. Wood, I've and, never had a bad yeah.
0: back injury but, it's yet to go. <laughs> let's, let's hope it stays that way.
1: But yeah. now, like, when clients come to me with the same issue, I know how to sort of treat it. So I guess I've learned from that yeah, that's a little bit. It. Yeah, Yeah, injury is a tough one, I feel. So um, how did yeah. you get into, like, powerlifting? Like, why powerlifting? Um,
2: I mean, like, I've always been pretty strong. Like, even as a kid, mum used to joke around, she was like, you know, she goes, you'll be like my little bam-bam. Like, when I like back on the couch, I just, like, lift the couch up. <laughs> <laughs> like, even as a kid. That's Mom, really cute. Um, and then, like, when I did get into the gym, even when I wasn't necessarily training for, like, strength, it was just, like, I'm just training for the sake of, like, having a bit of fun with my mates and mm. lifting weights. Mm. I was always a lot stronger than they were. Mm. Um, it was always just, like, you know, grew up playing sports, was always quite athletic and then when I eventually got into the gym started lifting weights I was like well I'm good at this and I enjoy it so it kind of makes so, a bit of sense
1: so did you sort of start with like hypertrophy and then worked up to strength and then power or have you sort of like do you start with like a combination of the three when uh, you're sort of building very this, much your program started with hypertrophy yeah. so like I started seeing
2: a personal trainer when I was like 16 and even then it was like the objective was like
1: I want be big. Muscle. Big, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, As all men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Boys. Boys, yeah. Yeah. Boys. I'm 16.
0: I was a child. <laughs> Prebubescent. Um,
2: and then, yeah, just sort of graduated into going, like, oh, well, you know, I can bench or squat or deadlift X, mm. and see how much more I can do. And then when I had to start, like, rehabbing properly, I sort of just got like, I should into like strength as part of a rehab program, and then that kind of just yeah went from there. Yeah,
1: cool. Where did you learn all your knowledge from?
2: Um, I learned a lot from Sebastian Oriel. Mm. He was. I like him. He was Australian behavioral. strength coach.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that name. Yeah. So
2: he coached me for I think like two years. Um, and well, I learned like one on one.
1: coaching. Online, coaching oh, online. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, but I fly up every few months and do like a day with him, and that was always really, really, really good. Um. Mm learned a lot from Jordan Shallow. He's the muscle doc on Insta. He's been phenomenal as well. Um, I mean, I've been pretty fortunate. I've learned off a really, really, really high caliber of people. Mm. Uh, so like Luke Lehman from Muscle Nerds. I've learned off him. Learn a little bit from Eugene teo as well. Oh, I know him
1: personally. Do you? Yeah, so we were like he went to St Kevin's and we like hung Did out he? all the time in like year seven and eight. Yeah. Are you he used age? to be tiny. He used to be the tiniest little. He looks boy, really short. Is he really short? But like not muscly at all. And then all of a sudden I saw him, him on Instagram bad. like ten years later and I was like, What the hell? Wait, so he's your age? He yeah, he's my age. he's on my my right. level. And he went to Scaves. He went to St Kevin's, yeah. How funny. so funny we used to hang out at like the train station together Uh-oh. I think I slid into his DMs like not long ago been like hey remember me and he didn't reply <laughs> obviously so not no, he no he doesn't remember no he doesn't
2: but yeah so I've been pretty fortunate I've learned off some like pretty amazing guys. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. obviously a lot more that I have learned from that I haven't mentioned but yeah
0: they're the stars
2: Well the, the, the main ones that you should stick out
0: yeah yeah, that's cool. Um, and in terms of like your coaching, like, what what do you find is like your clients' most common goals? Like, do you get do you coach a lot of powerlifting people or more Gen Pop? And if Gen Pop, definitely Gen Pop. Gen yeah. Pop, yeah.
2: Like at the moment, obviously at the moment it's a little bit hard, but generally speaking, I would say I've got no more than two active powerlifting clients.
0: Yeah, wow.
2: So it's mostly Gen Pop, and most of them come to me being like hey, I want to get stronger and I want to not be as sore. Mm-hmm. So most of them are just like, I want to get stronger and I don't want to be sore. So it's mostly rehab stuff that I do.
1: Yeah,
0: okay.
2: But that's probably where I get a lot of my job in from as well.
1: You don't get anyone saying like, I just want to lose weight. And I fix, don't train those people. You don't train, yeah, Yeah, I, couldn't, <laughs>
0: like, I wouldn't pick that. But I, that surprises me. I would have thought your, I guess, like target market would be powerlifters.
2: Most people have that assumption.
0: Yeah, I know. That's not yeah. in a rude way. Oh, no, I
2: <laughs> but most people see the fact that, like, I compete in powerlifting. Yeah. They see my clients lifting heavy weights in the gym. They just automatically assume, oh, that must be poor powerlifting. Yeah. Because I would, yeah, is, I would look
0: at you and, you know, you're in Scrum, I guess. And that would be my assumption too. Yeah.
2: But the reality is, like, most of my clients are like, I like the idea of powerlifting without the competition at the end. Mm, yeah. I like, you know, I just want to be strong. strong for the sake of being strong, not necessarily to uh, prove it on a platform
1: have you competed
0: yeah yeah many you should see some crazy things what's your pb for a
1: deadlift <laughs> uh what's five. a holy
0: no oh gosh <laughs> and squat
1: 280 wow oh, like my
0: back hurts to yeah. think about it yeah
1: that is nuts and bench
0: 155
1: i can like barely do 50 do you, do, and you do it on, like... You don't do it on stage, but you do it in front of, like, hundreds of people watching, don't you? It's
0: kind of like a stagey thing,
1: isn't it? Is that it a stagey thing? Well, I
2: mean, so I've, I've been fortunate enough. Like, I've competed at the Arnold's three times. Oh, there. wow. So and that's always had the biggest crowds at the Arnold's. Literally if we're talking
0: Arnold's, like, similar to, like, the Arnold's for bodybuilders. But, like, the powerlifting... But there's a powerlifting yeah. one. Yeah, so
2: the event's called Pro Raw.
0: You're wearing Pro
1: Raw. <laughs> oh, there's yeah, 15, right there.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um... Do um, they get paid? Do you get paid if you win it? Yeah, but I know. Yeah. No. Like really? So what what's would be the like, most what's, yeah. the, what, what's the most Who's someone's the ever winner? squatted? Who's the winner? Who's the winner? <laughs>
2: uh, the heaviest squat ever done at the Arnolds is 550.
0: 500.
1: <gasps> what? Oh my goodness.
0: How does one that that get would down me. And get back I up? think that would
1: literally squish scratch. Um, we wouldn't me and even we 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 don't we don't be able to get it. No, we wouldn't, of course we wouldn't the be able to get it. The guy who, like, when you
2: look at the guy who lifted you're like,
1: okay, that Yeah, okay, you make sense. Do they look like
0: really muscly, like a bodybuilder, or just, like, thick.
2: There are some powerlifters that you look at them and you're like, you literally, like, at the end of each Arnold's, they usually take, like, on the the men's day, they get a photo of all the men with, like, their tops off. And you look at most of them and you go, on the Saturday, so that's between, like, 80 to 110 kilo you look at all of them, you're like, you guys could literally just, like, chuck a coat of tan on, sit up on stage oh, and Oh, wow. Mm. Like, they're all, mm, well, not all of them, but most Quite of them, lean like, are really, really, really lean. Wow. And then you look at the guys who compete on the Sunday, that's the 125s and, like, the super heavyweights. And, like, most of you just look like a typical powerlifter. You mm. get the odd one here or there where you look at them like, holy shit, like, you are jacked. Yeah. But, obviously, the heavier you get, it's harder to be
1: mm.
2: really lean and, like, 180 kilos.
1: What sort of food do you eat? Are you like you're not like vegan or anything like that? Yeah. No, no. Okay, good. You eat meat, okay, I love good. Meat. <laughs> yeah, great. I love Just thought about that documentary. You know that guy like lived. What was it? What was that documentary called that came out last year that was um, like bloody stupid vegan? Um, oh my god. And all game those game, yeah, yeah, the game changers. I actually yeah, never stupid. watched it. Well, so so I, so I watched
2: like half of it because everyone was like, oh, there's this pro man on there who says he's vegan. I'm like, yeah, but he also takes a lot of steroids.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. What else does he drugs? do? Yeah. <laughs> so no that was a stupid documentary yeah
0: do you think you're capable of lifting
1: more yeah like that is so much weight i think do you, yeah do you have a goal in mind that you're working towards or is it sort of just uh a- yeah
2: so the goal like my current goal is to lift so it's a squat and deadlift 300 kilos at under 100 kilos body weight drug free
1: wow do a lot of people use drugs
2: it's more common than people
1: yeah interesting like,
2: well, again it, it depends on which federation like mm-hmm.
0: Are they all tested? Oh, sorry, non-tested.
2: No, they're tested federations. Do you do them or not? I like to compete against people who are on drugs. Yeah, fuck no. You you show them how it's done. Wow. Because then it's a little bit sweeter when you. Do you get
0: accused? I know we spoke about this a little bit yesterday, just the two of us. But do you get accused of taking drugs very often? All the time. Yeah.
2: A lot of people look at me and they're like, "You look too dense."
0: To be be, yeah.
2: But then I'm like, cool. I've been lifting weights for...
0: Yeah, what, 15, 15
2: years? 15 years. I lift as heavy as I possibly can yeah. for the majority of my training.
0: Yeah. That's obviously
2: going to happen. And then obviously genetics play a role. Even mm. when I was a kid, like, you know, I grew up sprinting, running and jumping. Like, that's going to build thickness in mm. your lower body. Mm.
0: Going on from that, do you ever hear like how people say, you know, you kind of can't have running and lifting... I mean, do you know... Have you ever heard people talk about that? Yeah, yeah. in terms of... Do you of, agree yeah. with that? Yes. Interesting. Can, no. Elaborate. Can you really, elaborate. Yeah, <laughs> only because, like, you and I, as examples, can both run. We can run. Long and. distance so, and short distance. But if you're thinking, thinking, like,
1: competing, like, competing, like, like endurance competing... Yeah, because, no. yeah, do you
0: think there's, like, a line between... It, it needs to be periodized. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah okay. I've got, I've got clients I've trained in the past before where the objective has been, hey, like, I want to get better at running... But then early on in our program, we get them stronger so that they have better force output. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now, if someone's like, oh, I want to be able to run a sub twenty minute five k, and I want to be able to double body weight front squat, probably not congruent goals. Yeah.
0: Simultaneously. Okay, Hannah needs to reevaluate her goals. Whereas someone's
2: like, I'm gonna like. Even when you look at like weight training, like someone might like periodize between a hypertrophy block to a strength block, hypertrophy block, a strength yeah. block, mm. and they might just alternate those if they don't have like a competition or something. In mind.
0: While we're on that, quickly, maybe do you want to explain the difference between hypertrophy and strength for anyone that doesn't know?
2: Difference in reps. So hypertrophy, you're probably going to lift more reps, longer time under tension. Yeah. Strength is going to be less lower reps, reps more weight.
0: So I read. Th- I was reading. Um, That book yesterday that I'll show you. Um, And there was a bit in it about... There's been studies on like strength reps versus hypertrophy reps. And I feel like it's always been said that, you know, strength is anywhere sort of that like one to five. Mm -hmm. And then hypertrophy is like that six to 12. In there, he was like, there has been studies that show you can get hypertrophy from like three reps onwards. Do you agree with that? 100%. So at what point do you differentiate strength from hypertrophy? What the objective is? Okay. If the objective is, is like, putting on,
2: well, no, if like if the objective is size. a tissue, yeah, then obviously like benefit, depending yeah. on what, like again, that's gonna come down to like individual preference. Mm. Like I've run squat programs where I've, my program was ten sets to, yeah, and that's literally my entire. Yeah, session. for
0: a lift like yeah a deadlift and like when we did ten deadlifts the other day we were like <laughs>
1: yeah it's a lot so like
0: for something like that I f- I would always yeah probably want to do like a five to.
1: Mm
2: seven <laughs> I mean like if I look at deadlifts I would probably never do deadlifts like I said 20 no No. but like if I was kind of in a like even when I'm in a peak for a powerlifting prep like I still have rep ranges from like six to ten
0: yeah eight, okay like, for
2: my accessories as well okay like, mm-hmm. it's not like I go I'm doing a peak or I'm going to do it's like my heavy single and that's my session done like I've still got accessory work to do mm. I've still got split squats I've still got lunges I've still got leg
0: press yeah so like okay core work like yeah cool yeah, interesting. i forgot what we were talking about before i cut you off
2: uh <laughs> was it the like running and oh, yeah that's, that's, that's right <laughs> so like if someone goes like hypertrophy strength hypertrophy strength so on and so forth you might yeah. have a block where it's like cool it's running focused it's weight focus it's running focus it's weight focus yeah okay like obviously you know, when we kind of look at how we have adaptation when we lift weights, we might need a little bit longer than four weeks. So that's where you might run six or eight week blocks,
0: mm. either side of things. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's one of those things that I've always seen people be like, the heavier you are, the harder it is to run. And I definitely agree with that to a degree. But I also think that people can lift heavy weights and still run. Again, it just
2: depends on how you define heavy.
0: That's also
1: true. <laughs> and it depends, like, what Maybe sort of running goal. Yeah. Like, oh, if you want to be fast, like, how fast like, do I you want to go? Be
2: like, oh, I'm squatting 60, that's heavy. Like, there's a mm. guy in my neighborhood that. but, but as It's like, heavy I'm, for you. The, like, there's a guy in my neighborhood <laughs> who, obviously, he doesn't know who I am, he doesn't know what I do. Yeah. I see him when we're walking our dogs, and he's like, oh, yeah, I squat at 100. The other day, and I was like,
0: oh, okay, great.
2: cool. He's like, Yeah, I've got like five reps out. And he's obviously talking, like, he's like, Oh, this like is it's great for and him, like, but yeah, like, that is good. great. And that's yeah, the thing, yeah. Like for him, like, relative, he'll be like, Oh, well, I'm squatting 100 kilos for reps, like, that's that's strong. Mm. Mm. Whereas, like, like I know women that squat 200 for reps, mm.
0: like,
1: God, wow, I maybe that's imagine amazing. That on
0: my back,
1: <laughs> you might It'd be, be, be able to work up to it one day, Han. Maybe. Yeah, maybe with you it's by my
0: side. See <laughs> so how we go.
1: It is a
2: lot. Like that's it's yeah, that's a lot. It's that's on. Full on. But like again, that's just where it's you know, if someone's like, I want to get a run and lift heavy, it's like I could run. Like I have a background in national mm. level, yeah, like, like track and field. Like I have a background in sprinting. Like it's something I could pick up quite easily. Would that then pull down my ability to express high level strength as
0: well? Yes. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. How, yeah. how often do you incorporate core work into your into Every your sessions? Session. Every session? Yeah. Like isolated core. Yeah. Yeah. Really?
0: And integrated core work as well. Interesting. I don't do enough core Neither. I'm so bad. That was one thing that
2: for ages I was like, oh, like. Like you I'm, get it in your compound I'm lifts. And dead and yeah, that's, that's my like mentality. My has to work, but it's like. Is that not it? No. <laughs> no, no it's I'm like sure. when you come to it's like obviously it's flexion, extension, rotation. Yeah. Like, especially in powerlifting, it's like how much rotation work is there? No, mm, not. Yeah. yeah. So that's where I love things like pull off braces, like windmills yeah. mm. and yeah. stuff like that. Puts you in. Positions. Windmills are actually
0: so hard Fuck
2: yeah But they're on Jack really
0: drilled them into me I like, find them so challenging
2: Like a half kneeling windmill for me Is like a really great oh,
0: like, I've never done half kneeling
2: It's just like a really regressed <laughs> version of it Yeah But in terms of getting someone who May be really heavily limited in their rotation It's a really mm-hmm. nice stepping
0: stone Just place to start Yeah Yeah right more core cool work. It's yeah, that's, Yeah, maybe that's how it this week. Maybe we need to add in some more core cool Yeah, we, I program. think we should. I didn't put any. You didn't put any. We but definitely need to do that. I, when I look at it, it's like, you know, someone's like, oh, I'm doing
2: core cool. work and just sit up. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, you know,
2: like, it's resisting flexion. It's resisting extension. Yeah. It's
0: resisting rotation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Pick and choose yeah. the right ones. Yeah. I love that.
1: What do you think is the most thing, the most thing? What do you think, like, stops people from reaching their goals?
0: Yeah, like, when do you think people go wrong?
2: I would say there's a few areas. One would be, like, learning beliefs. Mm. Like I was talking to a friend this morning, and Lovely. she was like...
0: Yeah, that's such a new thing to say. She's <laughs> like, you
2: know, I'm, like, I'm never going to be good at powerlifting. I'm too much of an endurance-based athlete. It's like, cool, the fact that you're telling yourself you're too mm. endurance-based... is going to stop you, you from taking this, action. You're already stopping yourself. Like, even if I look at myself for ages, I was like, fuck bench. Like, benches are just a dumb lift. Like, mm. it just bridges squats and deadlifts. Yeah. And my bench literally suffered for years. Mm. It was only really when I went, you know what? I'm sick of my bench being shit. Yeah. I keep telling myself that it's shit. I need to change my mindset and my perspective on it an act- and actually look at it objectively and go, where am I weak in this lift? What do I need to do to improve this? And mm. bench
1: mm. Mm. I've got a client I mean, like that as well. And she's like, I when I demonstrate an exercise, she's like, can't do that. I'm like, just try Like, you haven't even yeah. tried. Yeah. I
0: mean... Yeah, you're, I get that with you a lot. I'm like, I can't do that. And then you're like, come on now.
2: Like, one Have a I,
0: minute. You know, get out of your head.
2: One thing I always tell you is I'm like, I'm not going to give you something that like you haven't earned the ability to do. Yeah, you mm. do always say that. Like, yeah. And that's obviously like one of the perks of having been a coach for so long is mm. like, I, haven't, I mean, shit, like I think this is year 11 for me.
0: Yeah, wow.
2: Like literally it's thousands of, and thousands of hours worth of coaching and watching people squat and watching people deadlift and watching mm. people bench. Eventually, it's like to quantify how I know the things that I can see, it's hard to do. But I can look at someone and go, you've got seven kilos left in that lift, but you don't have eight.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
2: Which is then what makes like comp day coaching so fun for me is like I can literally look at someone and go, cool, it's going to be heavy, but this is just what you need to do these are the kilos that are left in
0: them Mm. how does a comp day work at a powerlifting like how do you because you you, what you get three goes is that right you get
2: three attempts per lift so it's nine attempts in total
0: true so how do I so let's let's use me as an example actually let's not because my deadlift probably isn't a powerlifting standard but let's just say hypothetically (laughs) hypothetically hypothetically let's say Hannah can pull let's say my first. I want to make is my. F- with your,
2: ne- your numbers now.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to do, but then I didn't really know how to go about that. So let's say I okay. So my max is ninety, but we think Hannah can do a hundred. Was our conversation yesterday. Yeah. So let's say what I do. Like, how do you? What's my first attempt at ninety, or is it so at?
2: Usually, the way that I would do things is, obviously, you'll do all three squat attempts, and you do all three bench attempts, and deadlift attempts. It's all ordered based on. Who's lifting what, how many people are in each, what's called a flight. Mm-hmm. So pretty much the way that we would kind of do it is obviously you would have done a prep leading up to that. Yeah. We would have throughout the prep gone, cool, you've hit this for five. We should probably hit this for threes, probably hit this for ones. If we work on like a standard 12-week block. Okay. That'll kind of give me an idea relatively like what should be achievable on the day. Throughout that prep, you'll have worked up to what will be your second attempt. So usually what we do is we go, cool, opening attempt is something really comfortable, especially for like a first comp. It's like, cool, this is something you should be able to do for a triple. Okay. Pretty so much. what would
0: mine be? 80?
2: Like, are we talking your deadlift? Yeah. Yeah. So like, so let's like say, say your deadlift attempts, yeah. your opening attempt would probably be like 80 kilos. Okay. You go and you smoke that, amazing, you go sit down for a couple of minutes.
0: Yeah.
2: Next round comes through, cool, we might load like 87. Okay. Or we might load 90, kind of depending on how you feel in the day. Yeah. Still something you can hit, but it's a little bit harder. Yeah. And then usually that third attempt is where we just chip a PB.
0: Yeah. So so more often than not, people will hit a PB out of me. You wouldn't have done it in training?
2: So this is where it always boils back to, like, if the objective is a powerlifting competition, the powerlifting competition is where you want to express your strength, not in training.
0: Okay. So it would be, yeah, somewhere that you pull something you've never pulled before.
2: Yeah. Like if someone is, like, in training, like that's just where I want to be strong. I don't care about competing. That's usually when it's like, all oh, right, cool. Like we've got a lot more flexibility. with Yeah.
0: There's no like timeline. And yeah, it's like, you know,
2: if someone's having a day with like, Hey, I feel really strong. Yeah. Let's, and they're like, you know, you've got me hitting three reps at 90. Can I do one at a hundred? Yeah. It might be like, cool. If you can do three at 95, then after I'll- you've done that, then, then
0: you, can you can give a do- hundred
2: a go. So yeah. I would rather push rep strength. If we're in that phase to continue along with that sort of, um, like period of training.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've never, un- I've never known how like how you build to that, and then like how do you warm up? Because obviously you can't just walk out and do eighty kilos.
2: How did we warm up yesterday?
0: <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna assume so, there's like bars everywhere for people to yeah, warm up
2: with. Yeah. So like you, you walk into like a gym. So obviously most powerlifting gyms host powerlifting events.
0: Yeah.
2: You know there might be like five or six bars. Sort of sort lined of, up, okay. ready to go, and then just like you know, let's say there's five bars and there's 12 people in your in your weight class, yeah, or in your flight. Um, you might kind of be like, Oh, like, what are you opening with? and you might be like, oh, I'm opening with 170. It's like, cool, we're not going to warm up in the same bar because the chopping is different. Wait yeah, it's like you find someone who's got around the same weight that you do as an opener, you warm up with them,
0: yeah. More well, so, that's yeah. how it
2: probably should be done. There are some yeah. people who are a little bit snowflakey yeah, that like to try and do it their own way but
1: yeah kind
2: of just like fit in where you can
1: yeah okay do um sorry I'm just reading this question that we've oh here. yeah do th- bad things ever happen to people on stage yes like, e.g. Shoot their pants, their pants. <laughs> or girls pissing themselves I've seen girls
2: piss all the time it's not uncommon
1: oh my gosh <laughs> like
2: Probably one of the most like that's
1: just like their the, only in the that, deadlift or squat uh, too. Sometimes
2: in the squat, but really commonly in the deadlift.
1: Is that like their pelvic floor not being strong enough? Like, yeah.
2: Perfect example is Steffi Cohen. Do you guys know who she is? No. Cool. So she's like one of the best power, like thing of powerlifters ever. She's now going to like pro boxing. Like she's born wow. red athlete. Mm. So she competed at the Arnold's back in 20, 2018 or twenty nineteen. I think it's twenty nineteen. And she literally comes out for her opening deadlift. Now, keep in mind, she competes at 60 kilos. Oh, so she's open- Yep. Her opening deadlift is 200 kilos.
0: <gasps> like her first attempt? Yes. What wow. the fuck?
2: Now, she literally comes out. Now, she lifts sumo, so legs nice and wide. As the bark comes off the ground... She pees? Pisses all over the floor.
1: <laughs> what?
2: Puts it down, walks up like nothing happened.
1: Does she clean it up? Who <laughs> cleans?
2: <laughs> it up? and loaders do. So they bring out a towel, quite oh, wow.
0: Off you go. Off you go. Bob's your uncle.
2: It's like... In powerlifting, like, obviously, you guys not being directly involved in powerlifting. Yeah. You're like, oh, my God. It's so yeah, embarrassing. Yeah, but it's normal. It's just, it is what it is.
1: So, can people choose between a sumo and conventional? Yeah. And they're judged the same. Yeah. Interesting. What do you prefer? Conventional. Conventional. Yeah. What do you prefer? Uh, I used to like a sumo.
0: Same. And then Ben converted me but to But you know I think, I haven't done yeah, sumo. Yeah, I can do both. I but haven't I prefer conventional now. To be
2: now. fair, most people can do both. Yeah. There are very few people I've come across in my time that I'm like, oh my god you should never touch a conventional devil or vice versa yeah 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 I mean there are bad things that happen to people on stage unfortunately like people get hurt that's always really
0: yucky
1: really
2: hard to see yeah
1: Yeah.
2: um yeah people obviously piss themselves people shit themselves that would be embarrassing the shitting would
0: be awful is that more a male thing than a female thing
2: I think it's just a unfortunate thing.
0: <laughs> Has it ever happened to you?
2: <laughs> not entirely. Not like, completely shit my pants. Like, my last... So, the last finals I competed at, which was 2019, I was coming... So, my... Like, I had a really, really good day so far. I was coming up on my second attempt, which would have got me my first 700 kilo total. And I was coming up, and I'm like, God, I'm like, if I have to do one more attempt, I'm going to be shooting myself, because, like, a little bit of fox came out on that. <laughs> thankfully like, I made the lift I'm like, I got what I came for today like I don't have anything else to give I'm, it <laughs> done it. I'm oh my god three it's three so temps.
1: funny <laughs> imagine oh so you, you don't have to do so all far. three
2: you could do three times if you
0: want do yeah. most people do three no oh what oh I'm confused
1: so, now
2: <laughs> if someone's going in with the objective of winning a competition yeah if they're so far above the rest of the competition they'll literally go and they'll hit an opener squat
1: and then be done and then
2: like well I'm not gonna take mm. a second or third I'm done I'll wait till bench. Oh, wow. There are some people that can do that, but usually those people are going to be the ones who can be like, well, I might try and chase down a record.
0: Yeah, okay. And then they
2: might take their seconds and thirds. Obviously, if they're at, like, say, the Arnolds is always a really great example. Quite often the day comes down to final deadlifts. Yeah, okay. Like, I think it was the 2018 competition. Uh, Sebastian Orr, Australian tournament coach, was pretty much head to head with a guy called Will Crozier from um, Queensland. And it was literally like Will had to pull 387 and a half oh on his last deadlift to win, which was like a substantial, I think it was like a 12 kilo PB for him.
1: Wow. Shit. Did he do oh, it? Did he do it?
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. Anyone? Yeah. Good so what
0: him. would Sebastian's PB be for his deadlift? like 330. Oh my
1: god. That's a lot.
0: And squat? Uh,
2: I think he squatted 370.
0: <gasps> The squat it's, gives me anxiety because like okay, when they break when you back, even watching you step back, I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> it's traumatizing to watch. It is.
1: Do you, um, like in terms of nutrition, do you do anything in the lead up to a prep? Do you change the way you eat or do you like to give you like energy in a certain way or not really? Not really. Not like really. it just
2: kind of depends on if I'm cutting or maintaining.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like if I have to cut for a comp,
0: to, like, get into a weight class.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It, again, that kind of depends on if the comp, like, for the Arnold's, they work on a two-hour weigh-in, so it's pretty tough to do a really harsh cutting and then rehydrate in time.
0: Oh, so you weigh two hours before?
2: Yeah, so you weigh in on competition day. Oh, wow, okay, Whereas yeah. other comps I've done yeah, it is like, you weigh before. in the day before and you have yeah. 24 hours to rehydrate and refit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I remember, the, like, the last comp I did on a 24-hour weigh-in on the month, so I had to weigh-in on Saturday morning. The Monday morning at the start of that week, I was like 90... I was just shy of 98 kilos, and I had to make 90 kilos.
0: But you lost 8 kilos in a week. kilos? Yeah. You did not. Yeah, and then... don't oh, the even the want to know
2: how. Uh, so, Monday, I started dialing my carbs back quite heavily.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it was a lot of water weight. It's a lot of water yeah. On
2: Thursday, I was still like 94. Fuck. And then pretty much cut out all carbs... So we ate meat yeah. for a few days. Did
0: you feel like fucking shit?
2: Not really. I'm, I'm a sucker for punishment when it comes to cutting my I fucking love it. <laughs> and then <laughs> on so Saturday weird. morning, I was like, okay, I'm still 93. I got three kilos in a job today. So I just sat in a hot bath for like half an hour.
0: Wow. Just so much water weight.
2: Yeah. So like people quite often use like saunas. Saunas. And stuff.
0: Yeah, I've heard that.
2: Because I didn't have access to a sauna, I'm like, I'll just do it in a hot bath, which I've done a number of times. I literally just like, Run a bath as hot as I can. Oh god! Ouch! Sit in it for as long as I can. Get out until I stop sweating. Weigh myself like alright. I've got to do another twenty minutes in there.
1: Oh god, that's awful. That's crazy. Did you drink water?
0: No. No. <gasps> Counterproductive. Yeah, I know. But like, how de- many days dehydration? Oh,
1: Don't you can't you only go like three days without drinking <laughs> water? So I, as in like
2: I was having like I think at one point it was like
1: maximum a liter a day. Oh yeah. Okay. So, like, wow. En- enough to
2: like just
1: still get you keep by. Going. Yeah.
2: And then, so, Saturday morning, I waited in at midday like, 89.8. I had, like, Fuck. a normal meal with me, so I smashed that. On the way home, I stopped into Macca's. <gasps> I got two large double quarter pounds Oh, of my God. Extra large chips. Oh. Smashed that. Got home. Had two more of my normal meals and I had two large pieces for dinner.
1: Oh my god. Oh, I'd be sick. Yeah, and I'd be sick. The next day
2: I woke up and I was 98.8. <laughs> oh god.
1: <laughs> that's crazy. But like, that's
2: like. It's obviously not fat. If you were sitting there going, hey, I want to do a comp, that's definitely not something I would run with you. And to be fair, like, I probably had no business doing that. I just, I liked competing in a certain weight class. Mm, with yeah.
0: People I liked competing against. We're in that weight class. Yeah. So what was that under a hundred? That was under ninety. Oh, under ninety. sorry. What's comp- the next weight class up from that? 100s. Okay. So my last comp that
2: I did was in the hundreds, and that was my best performance today because I didn't have to cut weight for
0: that. Well, there you go. Maybe that's where you should stay. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like
2: when I look at the numbers that guys in the hundreds lift versus the guys in the 90s, I'm like, it's easier for me to be competitive in the
0: 90s mm. because... They're smaller than you. Well,
2: whether they're smaller, but like the guys in the hundreds are like some of the best in the country Yeah, well. so it's a lot harder for me especially being natural to
0: compete against those guys that's true does that not make you like do, are you competitive yeah so wouldn't you want to verse people that are like essentially Absolutely. better than you
2: well yes but it's also one of the things just... like I like winning
0: yeah okay
2: so like and this is always a thing of like oh, I okay. compete at the Arnold's now my objective every time I compete at the Arnold's is don't come last Right, mm. so that's the like to the extent like the guys who win my weight class, they total two hundred plus kilos more than I do.
0: What? Wow.
2: Yeah.
0: Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Bloody steroids. That's not, it's to not be fair. fair <laughs> it's not
2: just steroids. Like some of these guys <laughs> yeah. are train
0: hard and phenomenal athletes. Yeah.
2: Like some are just freaks of nature.
0: Yeah. That's I just couldn't even plus, imagine. Plus, fair as
2: well. Like at the moment, like if someone's gonna be like, "Hey, look, we want you to compete," I'd be like. like couldn't
1: be fucked. Are you planning to do another one or is that not, anytime, not soon.
2: anytime soon? No. Like I, there's still a bunch of rehab stuff I need to get done to really even justify the thought. Yeah. Um, like in the start of May, I was like, oh, I might look at doing one well, because my rehab was coming along really, really nicely. And then when lockdown four hit and I was spending so much time sitting, I didn't have mm. access to all the things I've mm. been using for my rehab. I got really sore again. And that's been on and off for yeah. Months now. It was only really a couple of days ago. I had my first pain-free death session.
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah, months. That's
0: crazy. Abby and I were speaking this morning about, like, this. Are there actual, like,
1: benefits, what did we say, physiologically physiologically from from powerlifting? Or is it more just, like, Uh, reaching PBs? Yeah. Is that the goal?
2: I think if, like, if we're talking the overall objective of... Like competing in the powerlifting competition, I don't know. Mm. In terms of like, are there benefits to like strength training? Fucking I don't know. If right. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. You know, yeah. Look at like the increase in like bone density yeah. again, so like the increase in muscle mass. Like, again, like, you know, I like, so for example, I look at my nana, she's 70, 78,
0: and she's, she's young. Oh, my whole family's young. <laughs>
1: That's young nana. Yeah. That is a young nana. Um, yeah, 10 years older for- than my mum. Mm. That's crazy.
0: That is a young nana. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, my mum my was at like, 22 when she had me.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, But, like, I look at her move and I'm like, she's immobile. Immobile? She, yeah. She, like, she needs to learn
0: how to move better. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I like, feel like that generation, though, they, yeah, they, they, they are, never did never, strength training. Well, which, it was, like, that runway model look yeah. and weights made you bulky and mm. all that shit.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, like, I would look at my nana and go... She could probably benefit from, like, learning how to goblet squat with, like, a two-kilo.
1: Absolutely. That would be
2: beneficial to her.
1: My mum started strength training when she was, I think, 55, so she's 67 now, and she had such bad bone density, and she's completely flipped it to the other side, and it's, like, great now. Yeah. So it's never too late to start.
0: Yeah, it's definitely not. My mum is really good with training. She trains a lot now, but she's got a lot of girlfriends who are, like, cardio, cardio, Just walking, yeah. That's
1: what so many people still just think, cardio.
0: Mm. yeah even like a bit of food like i think Mum's a little bit scared of carbs Mm. being honest (laughs) that generation
1: is yeah so skewed it's definitely changing
2: it is there's also a lot of like mental health issues around food
1: absolutely yeah totally like Absolutely, a <laughs> food's a huge one. I reckon everyone, one. I reckon every single girl has at some point struggled with like their relationship with food. Yeah,
0: definitely. So just right now, it's not just girls. Not yep. just girls. I was about yeah. to say even boys as mm. well, as yeah. much as they probably don't want to admit it. Mm. I would say, have you ever had issues with like food or body yeah. image? I so guess I've had issues with body image since I was like ten. Mm. Really?
2: Um, yeah. I remember when so I was playing basketball as a kid. It was always skins versus tops. Mm-hmm. I was always oh, petrified taking your top off. To take my top off oh. I thought I was chubby <sighs> now I remember when I was a kid like I remember like we were at home one day my brother had a bunch of his friends around I had a bunch of my friends around and it was like skins versus tops and I went just like crying because like, I literally do not want to take my don't top off don't want to take off. your top oh off <laughs> and I remember one of my brothers friends came up to me he's like mate he goes you think you're chubby now he's like when you're old, he's like you're going to be a tank mm. Yeah, you're going to be fine you're 10 just like chill
0: yeah bless That's
2: nice. but like even now like I mean shit like I know I'm in good shape but mm. there's still times where I'm like oh I've got a little bit of excess fat here mm-hmm. or I like, want bigger shoulders like there's always body image issues yeah
1: there is do you do things to work through that like in terms of mindset do you
2: I mean like I see a therapist you see yeah really really regularly that's not really something we touch on too much I journal a lot
0: yeah
2: I mean a lot of the time I find it's just when I'm like I'm getting a little bit too like in it mm. so a lot just of the time it's just like out. pull back yep. from it and sort of look at it a little bit I mean it's the whole thing like you and I would be having a chat like, oh, like, I'm struggling with these things. It's easy for me on the outside being able to go, oh, well, like, objectively, like, these are things we could do to, mm. to change. Whereas you being in it, it's like, oh, I don't really know what to do because I feel overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah. So, again, like, that whole way to try to remove myself out of the the depth of it is always yeah. sort of the thing I looked.
0: It yeah. is. It's so hard. The old body image. It is. Mm. But it's a process. It is a process. But we're all working on
1: it. I think we it's are. definitely better than. It's definitely getting better over
0: the year than it has been in the past. I think
1: so funny though because like no one else cares what you look like so no but why you think the they, care, do. they think you do like
0: <laughs> they don't
1: <laughs> i remember i used to like get nervous like if i'd be sitting at a restaurant i'd stand up and like i'd be worried about what people think if i like walked to the bathroom really yeah there was a point where i mean i don't care anymore no but there was a point in my life where i'd be like self-conscious walking through people so Just
0: even mm. you hear
2: people who like you know people who might be like a little bit overweight like oh, i'm scared to go to gym I'm scared of yeah what you think of me mm. yeah it's like
1: People don't well, give yeah, a shit. They're only looking at themselves.
2: They care too much about themselves to give a fuck
0: about what you look like. Everyone's 100%. looking at themselves in the mirror. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we're looking good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just FYI. <laughs> and then if they are judging you, they're an asshole. Yeah, that says, more, that about says, says more about you, them says so. more about them, for sure. Yeah.
0: Um, but speaking of, like, boys versus girls, mm-hmm. when you go to program for a female versus... Do you have many... Like, what's your ratio of female-male clients?
2: At the moment... I'd probably have got more females.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's the most common response from most trainers. Mm. Is everyone has you find, more females?
1: Do you find that men maybe do it on their own a bit more than females do?
2: I would like,
0: think that most men think
2: they can probably do it
1: on, do it their, on their own. own. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But also the way, just the way that I coach, like, I mean, you know, this like my approach isn't, oh, this is your training and this is your nutrition. Just shut the fuck up and do mm-hmm. it. It's like, mm-hmm. how was your week? Like what's going on in the background that might be impacting this yeah. like as much as I don't really love the term like holistic like my approach is quite yeah yeah yeah. Like
1: that.
0: yeah and when you're like writing a program for a male versus female are there specific things that would differ
2: so I would probably tend to give girls more volume
0: mm-hmm. yeah okay
2: like again this is interesting also where why because girls can handle volume a lot better than guys
0: can mentally or physically both Mm. Interesting. Yeah, that is really interesting. What, why? Do you know, like, why? Is that a...
2: Generally speaking, because the overall load used isn't as heavy. Mm.
0: Generally speaking. Sexist? <laughs> <laughs> but it,
2: Generally. generally. Like, <laughs> I'm joking. You no, know, I've, got, I've got girls but, I've been working with for years now, and I'm like, cool, like, I'm not going to give you volume because you don't respond well to it mm. well, in, in certain
0: areas. So, this could be, like... Maybe a really dumb question, but I'm going to ask it Not anyway. No such thing. <laughs> if, in when you say that, you know, that your load is heavier than mine, let's say, obviously, but mm-hmm. anyone like, you know, male versus female, their load is heavier. Would our bodies, like, so my, let's just say my 60 kilo squat, would that, would feel the same as your 100 kilo squat?
1: I don't know if you can compare that.
0: Can you? Do you know what I'm getting at here? So, like, when you say, like, yes, yes, obviously a boy is going to push more loads than I am.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: However, due to, like, their muscle mass or whatever that they have, would it not technically still feel, feel the, the same?
1: same? I don't know if you can judge that, though. I think it would be... Am like, I making sense? Yeah, you're making okay. sense. But I just don't know if there's a way you could ever tell that because you can't yeah, I'm not sure if would be quantifiable. Yeah. Okay. That, I, never I think mind that would then.
2: be really <laughs> hard. Like, if I kind of look at, like, if you take your devil's at the moment, like, what's the best weight you've ever used for five sets of five?
0: Probably 75, 70.
2: Okay. So then I would look at mine and go, the heaviest I've ever used for mine's 235. Yeah, but the fuck? Yeah, that's
1: not comparable.
2: <laughs> like, I don't think... Like, I think there's just too many factors at play into yeah, okay. whether it would be comparable mm-hmm. or not. Like, there's... I mean, even when you write someone a program, whether it's for hypertrophy, whether it's for strength, whether it's for rehab, whether mm. it's endurance, like, whatever the objective is there are going to be a lot of factors that determine like how you are going to program for
0: someone. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, okay. And are there like particular exercises that you would give a female, wouldn't give a male, vice versa? No.
1: Just depends on their goals as well, Mm. I guess. Like,
2: again, it's always like, what's our objective outcome? Mm, Yeah. Like if someone's like, hey, look, I want to compete in powerlifting, I want to be able to lift the heaviest weight possible. You know, perfect example is like with you. It's like, would we get you conventional or sumo deadlifting? So like whichever one lets you lift the most amount of weight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Same
2: thing <laughs> as like if I have a guy that comes in, I'm like, mm, don't like. Brady's a perfect example.
0: Yeah.
2: I was like, you need to swap to sumo. Yeah. He swapped to sumo, and his exploded.
0: Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? How everyone's body levers and everything are so different, and.
2: Yeah, and but this is always a thing of like, as much as it's. Great to be able to go, oh, well, you know, in theory, sumo should be a heavier lift. If someone doesn't have the leverage or the mechanics mm. to execute it in the way that it should be executed, it's not going to be as efficient, in which case it's not the best option.
1: How mm. important is, like, flexibility in powerlifting? Because I can't imagine that. Not
2: so, like, Not. So. It, it's one of those, like, sort of, it depends. Like, there's the whole, like, cliche saying of, like, you know, tight is strong and loose is weak. Mm. Like, there, there needs to be... a an extent of tension within the system mm. of to sort of support the heavy load on your back mm. but at the same time there still needs to be enough mobility of a joint for them to access range of motion so they can like hit depth in a squat and yeah actually hit
0: their chest on the bench
2: and stuff yeah like that. yeah is that a thing that do you have to sense.
0: hit a particular depth in your squats in powerlifting
2: yeah there are very much clear distinct rules around the quality of the lift
0: yeah yeah have you ever um, like what? To, what are your what are your thoughts? have you ever dabbled in like CrossFit, bodybuilding? Like, have I you ever done a comp bodybuilding comp? No, yeah, I couldn't pick you to do that. No. What about CrossFit? <laughs> I used
2: to work at CrossFit gym. Really? When I first
0: started I feel like English everyone's kind
1: of dabbled. I've never dabbled. I've in never CrossFit, dabbled. And
0: well, Bel Hawkins but was massive yeah. into CrossFit.
2: Well, again, like this is kind of where like my sort of natural athleticism like played off well. Mm. I remember the first day I went to that gym they're like, oh, you know, we need to run you through like the fundamental movements of CrossFit. I'm like, yeah, all right. The Olympic lifts, I was like, mm. obviously like they're complex and they're challenging, but like my first day, I was like, cool, I, I could do bring muscle-ups. Mm. Wow. Epic. And, yeah, I- they're and they're cool. the guys at the gym were like, are cool. we've been doing CrossFit for like two years and we still we can't, can't do, do it.
1: Them.
2: Oh, shit. So, like how have you just walked in with no experience and do it? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Just like, I'm a well, I'm boost. down here, I need to get up there, like <laughs> how am I gonna get there. <laughs> Just get me there. <laughs> but then it was like trying to do double unders. That took me
0: What's a double under? So skipping, but it's like oh,
2: one revolution through two.
0: Ah oh, yeah. Um, I don't
2: know. that took I've me like a that. year to learn
0: and I had to teach myself in a really brutal way. What did you do? So
2: you learn with like a really thin speed rope. So The way I taught oh, myself wow. was I did them barefoot. So, what oh. I missed was my feet.
1: Oh
0: my god. You're cruel to yourself. You shit. <laughs> you are cruel. Yeah, God. So I've never you're... done CrossFit.
1: Nah, neither. I've got no interest in CrossFit. Don't you? I don't think so.
0: Like,
2: looking back now, I'm like, I would never.
0: So many injuries. Mm.
2: This is the thing. If you do it properly, if you do it properly and you have a good coach, Not like tail nice. lifting, like bodybuilding, like weightlifting. I feel like the the
1: classes are just so jam packed though mm. that, that that you can't get the attention that you need, yeah, which surely. is obviously where something like f forty five yeah really
2: flows. It's, like, it's essentially crossfit without the weightlifting, mm. which is probably.
1: There's so many injuries in f forty five though.
2: Yeah, but again, like the whole class density thing. Like yeah, when you people. look at like how many like yeah, wait, 20 people 25. it should be per trainer, I think it's like twelve clients to one. Nice. Sorry, am no, all for that. Oh, oh, oh. not do that, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's like, you know, there should be like 12 clients to one trainer and you cross with classes or like yeah, F45. Mm, like like 20. To yeah, one. to one. Yeah, it's like there's no way in hell that a coach, despite how good they might be, can keep an eye on that many people. Even
1: 12 to 1 a lot.
0: Yeah, 12 to 1 is a lot. Like, I, think I have 8 like, in my classes like, and I'm mm. like fucking shit. Mm. Mm. Like my eyes I are, like 6, maybe 8. Six, six is, six I used six. to have 6 and then demand I had to make it 8, but 6 was perfect. Like 6 was like. Great, I can see everyone, I know what's going on I can get around to everyone yeah. Anything more? Mm. I got lost Yeah, it comes as a bit of a shit show
1: Yeah, I don't know about CrossFit So Ben, where to from here? What are your goals for the next 12 months?
2: I don't know to be honest Um, Like this whole like COVID situation really fucked a lot of the plans I did have
0: It really did, didn't it? You had yeah. a lot of <laughs>
2: So, literally the day we got declared a state of emergency last year, it was the day I was supposed to sign all these for Oh,
1: no. Well,
2: no, I look back and I go, fuck, what a blessing. To yeah, this. well, thank
1: God you didn't sign it and got locked in and then oh we shut. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, like, I've literally got tens of thousands of dollars worth of equipment in my house.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. So pretty much
2: the equipment Just that I was going to put in out. the gym is now in my house and I've got a really nice one gym. Yeah. <laughs> not the worst result. No, it's not, especially with how the last you know, 19 months have been. Yeah. Um, but whether or not I go down that avenue, like, I don't know. I definitely want to get into teaching more.
0: Mm. Um, Hell yeah, you do. Yes. <laughs> um,
2: like, even pre-lockdowns and pre-COVID, like, it was always... You know, like I run workshops, mm, I run
1: seminar stuff seminars type things. Yeah, yeah.
2: Like that's definitely an area where I would like to be able to sort of Dump, go get, a little bit mm, deeper in. Yeah, yeah. You've got so much um, to give. Mm. Yeah, so I can. Yeah, that's probably the focus. The next steps.
1: Yeah, I love it. Yeah, education. Mm. Important, education is key. so important. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for joining yeah, us today. That was, great. That was so good. You. I think we've learnt a lot. I always learn a lot when I talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Cute. <laughs> um, and yeah, all right i will see you guys soon thanks so much for listening guys